Good evening. I'd like to call to order the Wednesday, December 20th regular meeting of the Chicopee School Committee. Please join me in a pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. In compliance with open meeting laws, we are right now recording and live broadcasting this meeting. Is recording the meeting? Please state your name and where you're from. Seeing none, and it's my understanding we have no one who is joining us remotely, so we'll be able to conduct business in house here today. And uh, at this time, I'd like to take a moment of silence for all those who serve in the military and for all those who protect us. Thank you. I'd also like to take a moment of silence for Staff Sergeant Jacob Gallagher. He was a Pittsfield native. His uh, remains were brought back to Westover last Friday, and I believe they'll be laying him to rest tomorrow. Uh, rest in peace, and thank you for your service. A true hero will take a moment of silence in his honor. Thank you. Roll call for attendance, please. Mayor View. Here. Mr. Wagner. Here. Mr. Barcelo. <clears throat> Mr. Doubt. Here. Mrs. Perrett. Present. Mrs. Schofield. Here. Mr. Shumsky. Here. Mr. Lamoth. Here. Mr. Gerard. Here. Mr. Bernard. Here. Mrs. Lopes. Present. Mr. Zatella. Yes. 11 present, one absent. Thank you, Attorney Bouchard. Public announcements by committee members. I'll start to my left with the Vice Chair of the School Committee. All set, Don Lamont. Yes, I'd like to acknowledge that we have two members here tonight. This is their last meeting. Um, Mr. Tim Wagner, who's gonna be moving into an at-large position on the Board of Aldermen, and Mr. Samuel Shumsky, who's moving into Ward 6 as a City Councilor. Um, Tim, you got big shoes to fill. I'm sure you'll give it the best shot you can. And Sam, I'm sure you'll do fine in the, in the ward seat that you're in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Grace Schoolfield. I just wanted to wish um, the community uh, happy holidays and uh, restful vacations. Thank you, Sam Shumsky. Yes, thank you, Mayor. I've truthfully spent the last few days thinking about what I was going to say tonight, and I, th I thought about writing something, but I thought I would just say it from the heart. I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for this wonderful experience. Thank you to the voters. Thank you to um, everyone who has helped me become a better leader, a better person, and all the knowledge that I've gained from this wonderful opportunity. It is not every day a 23-year-old can say that they got to pursue their dream of public service. So for that opportunity, I thank everyone again. Um, John F. Kennedy once said that every achievement starts with the decision to try. And I think that we, in this past two years, have had a lot of achievements. and. I didn't think getting into this, I would have served, or we would have have served with um, three superintendents. We would not have passed two of the largest budgets in Chicopee Public, school, public Schools history and started the um, process for a new Anna Berry School. But we all did that together and I'm proud of the work we, that we accomplished. Thank you all. Thank you. Chet Satella. All set. All set, we'll go to my right, Doug Gerard. Thank you, Mayor. I'd just uh, like to take a minute and uh, offer up my deepest condolences to the, uh, the Burnham family, uh, those that knew Sean. Uh, he passed away yesterday, and he was a brother and a friend to many. So, uh, Sean, we're going to miss you. And uh, I would just like to echo um, my committee member, uh, Ms. Goldfield, and her comments to uh, wish everybody a happy holiday season. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra Perret. Yes, as we... As we approach the end of 2023, a happy holiday is extended to all. 
And a thank you is extended to the students, the parents, and everyone involved in the education process, the teachers, the paraprofessionals, the custodians, the crossing guards, the bus drivers, the administrative assistants, the administrators, the principals, the VPs, and all the special instructors for all the work that you do on behalf of the education of the children. Thank you as well to the Chicopee residents who share their observations of the school system through emails, letters, speaking out at public input, visiting my public office hours. You keep the public accountable. You keep the public servants accountable to education, so thank you. And uh, Mr. Shumsky and Mr. Wagner, you are wished much success in your new roles as city councilor. And um, as Mr. Lamott said, you have big shoes to fill with um, those of Mr. Jim Tillotson and uh, Mr. Derek Dobas, and a welcome to Mr. Brooks as he will be joining us, as well as Ms. Russo. So uh, happy holidays to all. Thank you, Tim Wagner. Uh, thank you, Mayor. I'd like to start by wishing everybody a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas, and to say to our staff and our students, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas break, and thank you uh, for all that you do for our students. I know it's a little bit of a chaotic time in the lead up to the uh, Christmas break, but um, um, it's always a fun one, and uh, I hope you all enjoy the rest that comes after. Um, I just have a few thank yous to say. Um, first and foremost to my colleagues on this board, um, all the tenured members for passing along all your knowledge and experience, um, and, and all the new members who I've gotten to serve with and who I will continue to serve with in different capacities. Good luck to you, Mr. Shumsky. Um, Ms. Schofield, Ms. Bernard, um, uh, Mr. Bernard, Mr. Doubt, um, you guys have uh, come into this and you, you've taken the job exceptionally well. Um, I, have, I have faith that you'll continue to serve uh, the education system uh, very, very well and dutifully. Um, and to uh, my dad, I want to say thank you for all the uh, public policy knowledge that you've passed on to me, even though I don't always take your uh, suggestions, uh, do what you'd like with them. I always take them to heart. Um, to my mother who sat down with me uh, as, a, as a finance official for the state, she sat down with me and she drew up a fake uh, city budget of $100 million and spent, I think, about two hours explaining the budgeting process to me. Uh, so thank you for teaching me the professional side of city government. Uh, and thank you to my stepmother, Laureen, who is an educator in the Chicopee Public Schools for always giving me the teacher perspective when I've needed it. It's been extremely helpful um, in navigating these past uh, couple of years as we've gone through contract negotiations, um, a, a new elementary school, new superintendent search. Um, it's, been, it's been a, a hectic two years, but I wouldn't trade the experience for anything. So uh, thank you to all of you, and thank you to the, uh, the voters of the city of Chicopee for putting your trust in me uh, and getting me on this board and getting me on to the city council. Uh, it means the world to me. And uh, to my successor, Ms. Russo, I'm sure you will do, or Mrs. Russo, I'm sure you will do a, a tremendous job. And to uh, Mr. Brooks here, uh, it's been a while since we've had a Brooks on the school committee. <laughs> I'm sure you will serve uh, just as ably. I have no doubt about that for the both of you. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Jay Doubt. Thank you, Mayor. Uh, I just wanted to take a minute and wish a happy holiday season to our staff, our students, all of the residents of Chicopee. Um, I hope everyone enjoys their well-deserved break. And just wanted to acknowledge, again, our, our two committee members that are moving up and switching sides over to the city council. Um, you know, I was, I came in midterm and was the new guy, you know, and, you know, you guys both younger than me kind of took me under your wing as the new guy and everything offering words of encouragement and guidance and so I truly appreciate it. I wish both of you gentlemen luck in your roles uh, and look forward to continue to work for a better Chickabee with you guys and everyone on the board. Thank you. Thank you and Ron Bernard. Thank you Mayor. What's nice about going last is all your colleagues say all the thoughts you already had in your mind so <laughs> that's good because the public doesn't have to listen to me repeat everything. <laughs> But uh, great sentiments by all of you, and um, I would have said a lot of the same things, so thank you, but nothing else. Have a nice Christmas, everybody, and good holiday season. Thank you. <clears throat> I do want to take a moment to echo the sentiments that were just uh, shared by my colleagues here on the school committee. 
happy holidays and a happy, healthy, prosperous new year to all. To the two new city councilor elects that'll be joining the new board, I'm looking forward to working with you in that capacity. Um, I think you've both grown over the last couple of years and really proud of your accomplishment and, and uh, I'm sure that you're gonna do a great job working on the other side, which is the city council. So uh, best of luck to you and to the new members that'll be joining us. Uh, Sonny, excited to have you aboard and to Deanna Russo as well. So looking forward to continuing with this fresh new dynamic under the leadership of our superintendent and uh, continuing to make Chicopee uh, hopefully the envy of other communities and uh, the Chicopee public school system. Uh, a, a school district that we can all be very proud of where you can get a, a world-class education right here in our city. So from there, I'd like to turn it over to our superintendent for public announcements. All right, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Uh, thank you, everyone on um, the school committee. I echo the sentiments um, that everyone shared. Thank you um, for um, uh, bringing me on. It's been a great experience and I look forward to working with you in a different capacity. Um, I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to actually say that um, as we enter the holiday season, I just want to acknowledge the, the hard work that our staff is doing. As I've been going through the schools, whether it's for a holiday gathering or whether it's a walkthrough or it's just a quick visit and talking with the principal, I just want to acknowledge that there's a lot of loss going on in our staff's families, um, students included, and I just think the holidays is one of those times where it's, it hits home even more so. So I just want to tell our staff, students, and everyone in between who works for the Chicopee Public School System, we see you, we care for you, we'll be there for you. So I just hope that the holiday season will be all that it's intended to be for you. And then when we come in to the new year, 2024, we will have your back. So thank you for all that you do. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. We have public input. Public input is limited to 30 minutes or three to five minutes per participant. First up, please state your name and address. Uh, uh, for the record, we have Lisa Bieveno. Welcome, Lisa. Uh, Lisa Bienvenu, 34 Everett Street. Um, congratulations, Mr. Shumsky, Mr. Wagner. Uh, good for you. Uh, last night I spoke at the city council meeting because I was thrilled to see um, that the city of Chigabee has been awarded a grant through the Safe, Stre uh, Safe Streets for All program to uh, develop a plan uh, related to complete streets and supplemental. So that's a win for the city. Um, that's for the safety of our streets. Um, I was also thrilled to see, which is why I'm here tonight, and the, and the gentleman who's going to speak after me, um, who, who um, has a problem with a bus stop, but um, because I've been concerned, and I've been concerned for a long time, because I think the mayor knows that I, I don't like any of the fatalities on the streets, neither does he or anyone else here, and um, I think it was alarming about the two students um, from the middle school. Uh, the incidents that have happened, and um, Dr. Ware, you're fantastic mm -hmm. in reaching out to the community and letting us know what's happening, the appropriate amount of information to let us know. Um, so I was glad to see that the, the, um, the city is participating in the safe routes to school, and I want to compliment the city um, because we've been awarded um, money for the Stryber Elementary School improvements. Um, this is a project to, with construction to begin in spring of 2025 um, to install new sidewalks and replace existing sidewalks as well improve sidewalks that will improve connectivity to Stryber School from Irene Court and a portion of Irene Street, Stryber Drive from Memorial Drive to the school, Telegraph Avenue from Prospect to the school, along Chigby Housing Authority from Deborah Drive to Stryber Drive and along the front of the school. Um, and, and, you know, this, is, this project is over a million dollars, you know. Um, so that's fantastic that we're getting funding for this. Um, I happen to stumble upon it. Um, I, I think it's great. I think this is the kind of information that needs to get out into the city more, and we need to promote this. And I guess I also was wondering how... Um, 
I know I've heard the principal at Stefanik School talk about the walking school bus, which is part of the safe routes to school, and I've heard it mentioned from others. But I guess my question is, how collectively is that being done through the city? Um, is there a repository that someone someone is spearheading it? Because these are projects that are combined with the expertise of the DPW, and, and it's not just educators who know. You get the problems or the issues that may come in. Um, and the other thing that I thought of is that um, there's a guide through that safe routes to school of pop-up projects which was updated, I believe, in October of 2022, so it's fairly current. And these pop-up projects are temporary actions that can be taken to highlight um, what may be areas where there are problems or where you highlight um, um, changing traffic flow that aren't big dollar value improvements, and they have examples of there, whether it was done with paints or cones or, or whatever, and there's community involvement. And, and I, I really like this also because it's been said for a long time, we need to get the community back involved in what's happening here, whether it's city level or at the school level, and I know Dr. Ware is really reaching out um, to, the, to the community with the meetings and stuff he's having, and I think that's absolutely fantastic. And I saw these pop-up projects as maybe a way to address it too, and honestly, I thought of the wave, the waves from downtown Chicopee, and I said, you know, it didn't work downtown, everybody was a little revved up about it, but could those be used in a temporary way to create lanes at Bellamy School to highlight the traffic flow because of the issues that have happened there in the past month. And I just think if we all worked collectively as a city, um, we never know what kind of ideas may come out. So I just want to thank you all, and I wanted to highlight um, that money that's uh, going for Stryber School, because I think it's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Next up for public input, we have Keith Mailhot. Welcome, Keith. First of all, I could thank you very much, school committee, for letting me speak tonight, and I wish you all happy holidays. Yesterday, I went to a meeting uh, with the city council in regards to safety issues in regards to not the children, but to us. But tonight I'm here to talk about safety issues with the children going to school. New Ludlow Road. This is mainly in regards to New Ludlow Road. Not only New Ludlow Road, but I'm sure there's other streets. Very heavily trafficked area. Equipment, trucks, the industries that have been built up in South Hadley is tripled over the years. The last time the city evaluated the flow of traffic was in 1985. The speed limit has never been changed since then. We're in the 21st century. Children have to cross that road. Pedestrians have to cross that road. My grandchildren have had to cross that road for over five years now with me or by themselves now at 7 o'clock in the morning to be able to catch the bus. They put sidewalks on one side of the street, which is the south stride of New Ludlow Road. North side has no sidewalks whatsoever. So anybody, whether it be a child, whether it be a parent, 
elderly, we have to cross that road to get to being safe to a sidewalk. What is the issue that nothing is being done with sidewalks safety? Safety is the main thing for our children. Do we not call school off because of bad weather? Do we not call school off because of winds or temperatures? School, the snow, our kids on this side have to turn around and walk on the side of the street. No sidewalk, where the buses turn, to be able to get the bus, walk in the street, or walk in the person's yard to make the, them be able to get the bus. This is ridiculous. What happens if a child got off that bus, there's no sidewalk, and slipped underneath that bus? When is enough enough? We've had how many pedestrian accidents this year? Other areas are taking care of it. Why is something not being? This is a main traffic area. The commercial vehicles, it's unbelievable. I've had committee up there look in the area. It's unbelievable. The speed limits that they're going. You can turn around and have and 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 and, and put all the speed limits you want, all the lights that you want. If it is not enforced, it's no good. It's not enforced. There's no police on there looking to see who is speeding. Look in the history and see how many tickets were given out on that street. 90% of them were given out, taking a right on left on 33 onto New Luther Road because they changed the speed limit. It ain't going down the street screaming. I almost got hit on my side street the other night. Somebody came off the main drag, New Luther Road. It's a throughway. Goes from Chickabee into South Hadley. Nighttime. Guys flying through there. Really? Give me a break. I'm in my 70s, walking across the road, and here's a, okay, I'm not gonna say it was a child or, or a, a, a young kid or what. I don't wanna push it. Um, I says, really? And I jumped out of the way. He no sooner jumped out of the way and he floored it again, but that's a throughway. Okay, you see what's happening down a side street? Never mind a main drag. This is ridiculous for a child to have to go across the street at 7 o'clock in the morning. And no, don't get me wrong, issues are changing. They have been in the works. So, but it, it's taken me right now five years, five years to get this stuff and start to work with the bus company to be able to, okay, we got them right now to come back and pick them up on this side of the street, the north side, where they have to cross to the south side. Why can't they? come down the rest of Lombard Street. Oh, uh, it's part of the street of South Hadley. Oh, wait a minute, do I pay my taxes? Do these people pay their taxes? But because it's South Hadley, part of it, which is one quarter of the street, we don't want to turn around and go into South Hadley, take a left,
take another left, oh, oh, excuse me, go straight across, pick the child up, go down to the end of the street, take a left, take another left, pick the other people up on that side of the street, and I did. Oh, Keith, uh, I'm sorry, uh, you're, you're over your limit, but if you want to just finish up those last couple of thoughts. Right. And I did what my vehicle, how long it would actually take for me to do the circle. Two minutes. They are actually rerouting themselves, retracking, and it's taken them more time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a nice holiday. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. No visitors, approval of minutes, 23-12-9. Move that the minutes of the regular meeting of the school committee held on 6, 2023 be approved. Vice Chair. Motion to approve. Any discussion? Seeing none, all in favor? Aye. Anyone opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Reports 23-12-10. Report on personnel action taken. I'd like to call Ms. Deb Green up to the podium for an update. Good evening, everyone. This is, um, your report is from November 30th through December 13th. We had a total of eight new hires, three resignations. Of those new hires, three of them were teachers, members of Unit A, uh, zero paraprofessionals this time. But there were also two retirements in there that I believe Dr. Ware has something for. Um, and then just to update you on our postings, we are still in the process of auditing those postings. So they are down to 57, getting ready to turn over to power school for our postings. Um, 27 of those are in unit A, 16 of those are unit E, and of those positions, 21 of them are special ed positions. And those two retirements were Maureen Tim Taravella and Laura Allen that Dr. Ware has something on. All right. Thank you, Deb. Thank you, Ms. Green. Um, I'll start with Ms. Laura Allen. Um, 26 years of service and currently employed at our Chicopee Academy at um, Satellis, I mean, excuse me, um, at Seltzer School. So Laura Allen has worked for the Chicopee Public Schools for 26 years as a paraprofessional. She finishes her career at Chicopee Academy in a substantially separate classroom. She has brought creativity to our school environment with her crafty skills and artistic talents. She cares deeply for our students and often brings in treats to share. When we asked our students what they will miss about Ms. Allen, they said, her snacks are great, she helps us a lot with our work, and is a caring person. Next, I'd like to read for Ms. Maureen Tim Taravella. For the past 21 years, Ms. Tim Taravella has been an integral part of the Chicopee Public Schools. Her passion for teaching and willingness to take on innovative initiatives has provided students with top-notch learning experiences while also supporting fellow colleagues. Ms. Tim Taravella's dedication throughout the years to the students and staff have been unwavering. Bellamy will miss Tim, T miss Tim Taravella's outgoing personality and bright smile. We wish her nothing but the best in her future endeavors and many happy times with her family and friends. And I would like to echo the sentiments to Ms. Allen and Ms. Tim Tellerveller. We thank you for your service. Enjoy your retirement. Thank you. Any other discussion? Sandra Perez. Just um, to let the viewing public know that there were a few conferences that staff attended. Um, there were the director of special ed went to um, at an, District Administration Leadership 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 Summit, a little tongue twister there, in uh, Naples, Florida, and then the Supervisor of Nurses attended in early December uh, Leading for Equity in School Health Session. This was a Zoom meeting, and then a content specialist attended the DESI Literacy Leaders Network in uh, Devons, Massachusetts, and then a substance abuse specialist uh, in December attended the I Decide in Somerville, which is drug education curriculum, education, diversion, empowerment, uh, the hope that um, to increase skills for behavioral support for our uh, middle and high school uh, students. It's a secondary prevention program for perhaps at-risk students and to teach them um, 
goals to empower them to engage in healthy decisions. So it sounds like it's an exciting education for our um, leaders in our school system. Thank you. Any other discussion? Seeing none, we'll move on to new business 23-12-11. Move that the bills warrant S120823, totaling $816,747.08 be approved. John, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. Motion to approve. Any discussion? Sam, would you like to read the warrants into the official record? Yes, sir. So I will read the totals of both warrants and we will act upon each individually. John, thank you for everything you do. For athletics, we have, for athletics, $20,678. Food services, $162,256. General expenses, $113,160. Grants, $159,360. Maintenance, $102,995. Special education, $677,451. Transportation, $180,183. Telecommunications, $31,926. Sales tax, $726. Reimbursements, $307 for a grand total of $1,449,051. Thank you. Just uh, for clarity, we'll be voting on the first warrant. That's S120823 for $816,747.08. Any comments? Take a roll call, please. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Yes. Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Abstain. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. 10 yes, one abstain. Motion carries. 23-12-12. Move that the bills warrant S121523, totaling $632,304.52 be approved. Grace Goldfield, can I get a motion? Motion to approve. We have a motion to approve. Any discussion? Sure. Vice Chair? Susan Satella. If I can just make mention of a few of the items that we're approving of this evening. Um, well, many of them are Amazon uh, warrants for recess toys, office cabinets, $199 for our cosmetology budget, art supplies, classroom supplies. We had a $500 monthly payment to our school physician, a $2,900 payment for playground inspection and maintenance purposes. $1,859 for glass repair or replacement, and I'd like to also mention $1,925 for produce for our schools from a really hardworking Chicopee farming family. Thank you. Any other discussion? We'll take a roll. Mayor View? Yes. Mr. Wagner? Yes. Mr. Barcelo? Mr. Doubt? Yes. Mrs. Perrette? Yes. Mrs. Schofield? Yes. Mr. Shumsky? Yes. Mr. Lamoth? Yes. Mr. Gerard? Yes. Mr. Bernard? Yes. Mrs. Lopes? Yes. Mr. Zatella? Yes. 11 yes. Motion carries. 23-12-13. Move that the school committee dissolve the curriculum subcommittee and form the following subcommittees no later than the third school committee meeting in 2024. Finance subcommittee, facilities subcommittee, policy subcommittee, and Superintendent Evaluation Subcommittee. Sam, can I get a motion? Yeah, I would like a motion to postpone this, if by any chance, if that's possible, to the next meeting, because I just received information in regards to this oh, curriculum dear. subcommittee that I would like to think about. Well, I won't be here for the next meeting, but- So others can think yeah, about for, it? Yeah, so that others can think about, because I thought it was pretty informative and enlightening. So I'd like to postpone. So we have a motion to postpone to the first meeting in January. Yes. Don, on that motion. Well, I was going to ask a question. Is there anything that you would like us to think about, seeing you won't be at the next meeting? Yeah, um, I saw a list from Vice Chair Sue Lopes in regards to the stuff in the past that we've done in regards to, for example, the REACH program, keeping that 
and um, HVAC and plumbing, all that stuff that was discussed. I think that should be looked at a little further. I don't recall that being talked about in the last policy or was it policy subcommittee that we discussed it? Yeah, <coughs> curriculum. Curriculum. So um, no, I meant like the meeting that we discussed this actual um, moving this to the full committee. So I just think that other members of the committee could have, um, if they had access to that information, it'd be helpful and useful. Thank you. Any other discussion, Tim Wagner? Um, yeah, so this is something that we discussed a little bit at length in the policy subcommittee. Um, the issue that we have with the curriculum subcommittee is that the school committee, uh, legally speaking, aside from approving a program of studies before an upcoming school year, we have no curriculum authority. Um, so that subcommittee, we you know, can't really do very much. It can discuss things, but it can't really you know, take any action on it, seeing as how the curriculum is not in the hands of the school committee, that's in the hands of the professionals that we hire to manage the district. Um, if you look at other school districts, there's really not a curriculum subcommittees that meet. The two big ones are uh, finance subcommittees and policy subcommittees. Um, so, you know, just in regards to procedurally what is correct as a school district, um, this is the way that we, you know, decided to go. This is what the policy subcommittee uh, recommends. Um, so I just want to put, you know, give a little bit of context to it there as well. Thank you. So we have a motion to postpone. Vice Chair. Thank you. We don't have oversight on our facilities either, and we have a facility subcommittee, that subcommittee that's been in existence as long as our curriculum subcommittee. Uh, it's, I'm in the opinion that it's the most important function of a school system is the curriculum. Uh, we have a state-mandated core, but school committees still can play a role in making decisions for the curriculum that we teach our students. Uh, I've been a part of accomplishing much-needed work the past 25 years as being a member, an active member of the curriculum subcommittee. We've looked at um, the curriculum uh, that deals with issues with sex ed classes and the opt-out process that parents have the opportunity to take if they don't want their students to take certain classes. Uh, against the heating, Sam um, Shumsky mentioned the heating and plumbing program, the HV program. They were introduced, um, they were talked about in the curriculum subcommittee at length, I remember very vividly. We also introduced math in the middle schools that was separated for our male and female students, our boys and our girls, and we discussed that at length in the curriculum subcommittee. We also, we all brought in specialists, we brought in certain teachers, we brought in our assistant superintendent for student services. Uh, we looked at curriculum, looked at the preschools, at CHS, Chicopee High School, as a, a career tech program. Curriculum uh, would evaluate books and changes in materials, and we were always very respectful at the same time that we left it up to our district, our teachers, and our assistant superintendent to pick out our books. We never overstepped our boundaries. We always did good valid work in the curriculum subcommittee. I experienced that myself, and I'm sure the others over the years experienced the same thing that were part of it. Thank you. Any other discussion? We have a motion to postpone. All in favor? Aye. Anyone opposed? We have all in favor, one opposed. Motion carries. We'll move on to 23-11-14. Update on Bowie School Playground and review ADA compliance regarding the playgrounds on school property requested by Ms. Sandra Perrette. Sandra Perrette. I, I just ask that we uh, bring this out for public discussion because there had originally been a meeting uh, of the Education Subcommittee of the City Council with some members of the school committee attending and there was discussion about the playground at Bowie School and then there was um, some correspondence that came to um, the school department regarding uh, the ADA compliance of the playground and that there might be fines imposed on the, on the city for non-compliance um, for accessibility. So I just thought it would be a good idea to um, have an open discussion about the status of the, the playground equipment at Bowie School. Yeah, I'm going to uh, defer to our superintendent who's prepared to give us an update and overview of what's happening at Bowie School's playground. 
Mm -hmm. Thank you, Ms. Perrette. And so, yes, the update is, actually, I think it's um, important for the public to know the, the some of the history that you're speaking to. And so that the, we can um, definitely be very transparent about what's going on. So the Bowie Playground actually has, um, uh, there have been many constituents reaching out saying about, they were wondering about the safety and the actual quality of the playground. We have acknowledged that the playground um, exceeds probably the 20 year old mark. Um, I know Mrs. Chapdelaine and I have had numerous conversations about that. And so one, as we started getting those, um, those concerns, we actually did um, work with um, a, a vendor named CMJ Construction that actually came out and started doing inspections of our playgrounds so we can actually reassure the public that we, of course, we clear, we take safety and security of our playgrounds um, very seriously as well. And so we just actually um, received the report. Um, Mr. Chapdelaine um, sent it over and we're uh, analyzing it. And in that report, there's nothing that is concerning as far as unsafe or need to be um, shutting down our, of our playgrounds. There is clear um, recommendations that they get to make. So some of their purview was um, checking to make sure the bolts are tight, minor fixes that can be completed at the time of a tune-up, um, checking for safety and um, safety concerns. For an example, damage or worn pieces, safety zone infringement, um, appropriate safety surface worn chains, and then they give you a suburb report of the inspections in which they do. So I know in the past, Chicopee has participated in doing inspections, so Mr. Chapdelaine and I had a conversation about restarting those so that we can actually give the report to the public. So the report is just completed, and I will have that as part of the subcommittee facilities update, as well as bring it to the um, full committee so that everyone knows that. Uh, but I just want to assure the public, I, I'm preliminary, I've read the report, and there's, and not that there's not work we can do, but there's nothing in um, disrepair except for the slide. So one of the things that the um, constituents have reached out about is about some of the um, pieces of the playground, and more particularly the slide that had a hole in it. So the slide was ordered, the slide was delivered, and the slide was missing parts. So unfortunately, in my update to the school committee, which I just sent yesterday, it, the slide, um, there were extra, the correct parts were shipped in. I spoke with Mr. Chapdelaine today um, and that he needs to verify the parts. They were sent over to the city. Once he's done so, we will provide another update to the community. However, the installation of the rubber mat that is needed to reach ADA compliance um, has been installed. It was it began last week, last Thursday to be very specific, and then worked um, was um, work bled into the weekend. And as you know, we had a serious storm on Monday, so we actually just wrapped up um, at the uh, close of the day yesterday. So the map is uh, the mat the rubber mat is in place. The communication has gone back to the state, which is the compliance office for the state of Massachusetts around ADA compliance as well as Stevens Sekowski, who is our ADA compliance officer for the city, um, has also been made aware. So the next step is really just getting back to that slide and making sure that when it is fixed and um, when the parts are in, that it is updated so that our kids can have um, a safe slide to play with. But I just wanna reassure the public that a lot of what doesn't come to the light does happen behind scenes. And so that um, in the subcommittee that just started back up uh, this last week, I believe we met as a facility subcommittee, but I also, if you recall, about back in October, I had Mr. Chapdelaine come and speak for an update. I plan on continuing that because, again, I would like to show that I am being very transparent about any of the concerns constituents have so that we can actually put some concerns to rest. Sure, Don first. I got two things. Um, number one, we got an email from a constituent, which I'm sure he's been forwarded mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. And the concern is that the MAT don't meet ADA compliance. The question is, if it does it, is that what was recommended? That is what was recommended, yeah, correct. Okay. And the gentleman from the state actually had a conversation with Mr. Chapdelaine about that does meet compliance. I wanted to make sure that was made public. 100%. There was a process to it, so I know there was part of that email. It was about the actual wood chips as well and how they're leveled out and things of that nature. But um, what I will say is when we turn over to a vendor, we are a, we're trying to trust the fact that not only have they completed this work before, but when we got the go green light from the state to say this is something that is commonly done. We just went ahead and did it. Any other thing for transparency? Can we, um, do we have a ballpark price tag that we had to do to bring this 
playground into compliance? Uh, so yes, there's a couple of price tags. Um, so one of them, the inspection was over, uh, I think Ms. Zatella Lopes read it into the record. It was over $2,900 for the inspection alone. And then the actual rubber matting, um, as well as the slide, um, I believe was um, 47, correct, Mr. Chaplain? And if you want to come up, you can. I just recalling from memory, but it was about 40. Yeah, for, yes, 47,000, yes. It's not that we've taken this lightly. No, 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 correct, correct. Thank you. Um, hello, everyone. Um, yes, the uh, slide, the uh, ADA matting is $49,636.48, and the slide and installation's around seven grand, which um, is going to be done when the parts come in. The only other thing that Dr. Ware and I didn't get a chance to talk about, I've been working on looking through all of our playgrounds that we have through the district. And of course, Bowie School is our oldest playground, which was installed around 90, 1998. Um, and you know, although ADA has been around since the 90s, the early 90s, um, they really didn't branch out to playgrounds till later in their, in their uh, time. So if you look like they changed in 2004, they changed some of the playground laws, and then in, I think, 2010. So, um, looking at all of our playgrounds that are installed, a lot of them are set up where um, Bowie doesn't have that, where there's a transition area. So mainly you have rubber matting that goes to a transition area where the handicapped person can be placed on the playground at that transition area. The reason Bowie was so much is there is no transition area. Every, every device had to have a rubber mat that goes to it. So some of our other playgrounds that were put in, if I look through the paperwork, we did have someone like a, um, a landscape engineer who specializes in ADA compliances, and they wrote up a, a program that said, yes, this, is, this part of the playground is where the ADA access is, and this is how, how you know, we maintain that area to keep, keep it accessible. I think we're, with the way the laws has changed, and this is what I was gonna talk to Dr. Ware about um, when we get a chance, is I think we should hire a landscape architect who specializes in ADA compliance for playgrounds to go around to our nine, well, that we already did, um, we already did Bowie, so our other eight playgrounds at the schools and do a study on what it will take to make them all ADA compliant. Sure, Sandra Perez. There, there's a lot to uh, the playgrounds in our school system, and um, our, our job is education. So I'm wondering if the playgrounds of the school system should come under the overall parks and recs department and would come under the superintendent of um, the parks and uh, Ms. Batista, who oversees the DPW, because that's their main job is uh, the parks department. These are mini parks and you have so much in terms of the custodial aspect and maintaining our buildings that because of all the regulations that are out there with regards to playground accessibility, should this not be something that we consider moving this, the playgrounds to parks and rec? Just a thought. Thank you. Uh, because of the expertise that those individuals have with regards to that. Any other comments? Sure. Susan? Yeah, I'd like to piggyback. Uh, Susan? No, it's okay. Sorry. Oh, go ahead, Don. Sure. I'd like to piggyback on what Ms. Perrette said. Um, if you look, there are several other parks in the city, one of them being down in Willamancet, on Nash Field, that's got wood chips and it's not not handicap compliant. So my question would be, should the Parks Department join this issue to find out where the rest of the parks fall too? Uh, well, my, just a, a point of reference. Uh, yes, those are my notes. Okay. I'm gonna make sure that, and Scott collaborating and working with you to make sure that if we already have a, uh, a design architect that or landscape architect that we work with, I know that we've just done Rivers Park over we're looking at a comprehensive approach to ZOT, and there's been some other upgrades throughout our parks. Here we have 30 of them, and making sure that they're all in compliance. So um, I'm gonna check with DPW and check with our superintendent of parks. I think it's a great idea. We can collaborate and work together. I think we have to look at also the legality of uh, city and municipal property, 
um, on the municipal side in our municipal parks versus the actual school grounds and see if we can uh, work out something where we can, we can collaborate and work together. So I have notes to make sure that our parks are, are up to code and making sure we can do that immediately. If not, it's already done. I haven't researched that and um, I'm hopeful that those are answers I can have for you at the next meeting, if you'd like. Just uh, with regards to the accessibility, um, our, our, and we do want the children of um, the city to be able to access our parks and, and playgrounds and school playgrounds. This is a major project to do, but are, are we not um, somewhat grandfathered in unless there's a new playground under construction or there's um, a, a remodeling of the, the, the park itself? <coughs> I can answer that with some of the ADA um, compliance I've been researching. There is no grandfather. For ADA compliance, there are no grandfather, and I'm sure Stephen can back me up on that. It, it doesn't work that way. Well, and just again, a point of information, our ADA compliance officer is here as well, and we'll work in tandem together and collaborate and, and make sure that we're doing everything in our power to make sure that our parks are accessible, ADA compliant, and up to code. I, I know that uh, Stephen is new, and he's uh, uh, wearing that hat as well. And I, I'm not going to put you on the spot to ask if you've had conversations about our parks, unless you want to share it. Um, I have not had those conversations. I wasn't prepared for these questions tonight to have answers for you, because I didn't know what your questions were. But I can get those answers for you. And as we're building a new school that we might want to include um, Mr. Zahowski as well in, on, on the committee because of the ADA compliance regulations and, and to be sure that we are accessible and inclusive for our, our new school playground. Yes, I've had the opportunity to tour two schools and I'll just say the one in West Springfield, I, I forgot the name of it off the top of my head, but um, they have incorporated two different playground playscapes into their uh, new school, elementary school on Main Street, I believe, or right off of Main Street and Colburn. Colburn, Colburn School. Thank you. Yeah, and there's a and also East Hampton as well has athletic fields. I'm not sure about playscapes, but um, I think ideally um, we have challenges ahead as we look to convert potentially converting parkland into school um, school land is going to be a challenge that. It involves our local delegation, but we're not at that point yet. We're very, very close uh, as we go into, we went in, uh, I'm sorry, from eligibility now into feasibility starts in January. So that's when we start looking at what feasible options we have in front of us as we go forward with the new school. And I'm sure, I, I know as, as mayor and chairman of the school committee, I'm hopeful that as part of the uh, comprehensive new plan, there's going to be state-of-the-art playscapes that are going to be ADA compliant. Um, and obviously we have a lot of opportunity to look at spec schools, to look at local projects that have been done right here in Western Mass, Central Mass, and throughout the Commonwealth. So our goal is to make sure that we put in something that's very special that these kids can enjoy, uh, especially during recess and after and before and after school, and safe, obviously. Yeah, sure. And, and there are some exciting uh, pieces of equipment out there. I had a conversation with Mr. Zahowski about um, what is available, and he shared a uh, playground uh, from a state that he previously worked at in, in uh, Texas. And uh, it's just exciting what's available for, for students, for kiddos. So um, that, that's wonderful. Just stepping back to um, Bowie School, I did receive a, an email today from uh, someone who was not able to attend the meeting, and I had shared with her that she could call in and, and Zoom. I didn't have that number available, but I don't believe that didn't look like anybody called into Zoom. But the woman um, mentioned about um, what you shared tonight about ordering of parts for the, the slide that it was not complete. And then um, she mentioned that last week the black rubber mats were added, but not in all areas of the playground floors, and that it appeared that 
the effort was made to level the mulch, but the rubber surface was wavy and uneven, which could pose a hazard for children running. And she questioned if this was a temporary solution. And the change may promote mobility for assistive devices like a wheelchair, but the holes in the surface may pose a hazard for someone who is using a walker or a visual cane or stick that it might get caught in the hole of the mats. <clears throat> this was something that came to mind when she saw that, so I don't know if that anything happened with that, with the, the mats, in terms of the leveling of the mats? Well, or? all I could say is, um, you know, it was done before the rain, so maybe after the rain it settled a little, because they, they, what they do is they level the wood chips, the um, wood chips before they put the rubber down, so maybe after they leveled it, it settled. I can ask them to come back and look at it and see if there's anything they can do. I, you know, had pictures, and I didn't see that in the pictures when they were taken on Tuesday, but I can look... I can look at it, and the um, you know canes and walkers. I'll, I'll have to check with the company because this is what was recommended ADA to make it ADA compliant. Okay. Thank you. It was just an observation that someone had made. So thank sure. you for answering that that uh, issue that she raised. Thank you. Any other discussion, Susan? I thank Sarah for her email that she sent to all of us. And I noticed it was dated December 19th, and today's the 20th, and the superintendent mentioned that there was some work done there today to probably mm -hmm. correct those errors or mistake or oversights. And I think that's part of what Mr. Chaplin was talking about, because uh, even the pictures that I submitted to the school committee, it doesn't appear that way. However, I think that, you know what, maybe a reinspection is in order because of the fact that we had such a significant storm over the weekend. So we'll definitely um, have the company, I'll let Mr. Chaplin run point on that and actually follow up. Yeah, again, I thank Sarah for her email. Mm -hmm. Very comprehensive, very well written. Mm -hmm. And I like the sentence that she wrote, the new wooden posts around the perimeter of the playground look great, yeah. with an exclamation point. Thank you, Mr. Tapdelaine. You're welcome. Thank you for working on the playground outlet when school, too. That's named after Mr. James Stefanik in the front of the building. It's yeah. used by a lot of people. Thank you. Tim Wagner. Uh, last thing, it's not really a a question for, for Scott or for the superintendent or for the mayor. Um, you know, this, this uh, issue takes us back a couple months now. And um, you know, I sort of regret that it wasn't first handled at the, at the school committee level. Um, you know, this is, this is what we're here for as an elected body. You know, if you have any concerns, please uh, do reach out to us. Because uh, for those of us that are, you know, are familiar with this, it was first handled in a, a city council subcommittee. Um, you know, which, which I don't really think it ever should have uh, been there, but you know, that's what we're here for. Um, so uh, one of the, that's one of the things we have a public email for, public contact information. If you see something, uh, please, you know, I know we're not as um, well known as the city council, but uh, um, please do reach out to us. You know, it's, it's part of what we do. It's what we like doing, it's why we do the job. Thank you. Thank you. I, I just, I'm reminiscing and We've come a long way from the spider at Stefanik School in the 70s when I went there. So <laughs> it was uh, over the five, asphalt, five feet off the ground uh, over asphalt. Right. Sure. Susan, a second time. These four pictures, I just saw them. They're incredible mm -hmm. of the finished result. Mm -hmm. They look near perfect to me. Yeah. Wow. What a great playground. I hope the same for our new Barry School. Thank you. Any other comments? Ron Bernard. Yeah, I just want to thank uh, Mr. Chaplain and Dr. Ware for, I know this has been an issue for a little while, the Bowie Playground, and like I said before, it's dear to my heart because I was a part of the person. Remember back in the day when we built that? Feel the dreams. And uh, it's nice to see those new posts up because I remember taking the auger and drilling the holes and putting the old posts in back 20-something years ago. So it was nice to see that up. And I, and I was there the day that Mr. Chaplain, the guy, the inspector came, and I walked around, played around with him and Mr. Burgess and the, making his list and stuff. So it was kind of neat to experience that. And I went up there today after Dr. Ware sent out the pictures to go check it out again. So I know kind of a little bit with that late, um, with our constituents was concerned about, about the little waves and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, and it has a lot to do with the weather. And as the thing starts settling down, it'll flatten out a little. You walk on it, there's a few little waves here and there, but that's going to be natural when you're sitting on top of wood chips. It's not going to be perfect, perfect, perfect. 
Um, I guess that's all the comments I'm going to have for that. But thank you again for doing what you're doing. I want to echo the sentiments of Ron. Scott, thank you, uh, Facilities Director. I know you have uh, your hands full with, I believe you have 15 buildings under your jurisdiction, playgrounds. 15 schools. 15 schools and how many yes. buildings? 20? 17 buildings. 17 buildings. So thank you for all you do. Keep our schools safe and, and uh, you have a fantastic team that's on top of their game, so thank you. Okay. And sometimes it is supply chain issues that uh, delay things like getting parts for a slide as much as we'd like to get them uh, uh, in a more timely fashion, sometimes they just don't come. So I remember waiting, uh, especially after post-COVID, years over a year for uh, certain pieces of hardware. And uh, it's nice to see things coming back to normalcy and, and uh, where they're able to rectify a situation where they sent you the wrong hardware. Hopefully we have the right hardware. And we'll find out tomorrow, I assume, uh, whether or not we can Absolutely. fix this slide. So thank you, everyone. Any other comments? Sandra Perrette? Just, uh, um, you know, again, thank you for coming this evening, and Mr. Zahowski as well, to be able to uh, answer any of our questions. And um, I guess uh, it's a good idea to, uh, you know, let the public know sooner than later on, on the status if it's taken so long to, uh, for anything to, to get repaired so that, you know, people aren't, aren't wondering what's happening. So um, communication is important, and I know that we're all striving to improve that communication here in, in, our, in our school system. So um, I think we're on the right track. And uh, certainly, again, welcome you know, anybody and everybody to, uh, to bring forth any concerns that they have, because we want this to be a, a good education, educational system for our children, as well as um, to uh, help them uh, spend their recreation time safely as well. So thank you. Thank you. And now I'll entertain a motion. Motion to adjourn. I was hoping to get it from uh, one of our... Uh, <laughs> motion to adjourn. <laughs> Thank you. Can I second it ceremonially? And ceremonially <laughs> second. Uh, then we survived. All in favor. We did it. Aye. Thank you everyone for joining us. And again, happy holidays to you, your families. We did it.